Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, the ESPN app. You can download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And Pharrell's got a lot of good ones, Key. A lot of them. George Sedano, ESPN NBA play-by-play announcer, 710 ESPN LA. What's going on, George? What's up, Max? Key, how are you guys, man? How are you there, Georgie? I'm good, Key. It's good to hear your voice. Yes, that is correct. 710 ESPN. We had a lot. We all had a lot of good times there. What are your thoughts on the Lakers' first round series with the Grizz, George? I like their chances, Max. And I know I'm not alone on this. I just think they match up really well with Memphis, especially when they don't have Brandon Clark. They probably aren't going to have Steven Adams. I know that Memphis certainly is a team that has now some playoff experience, but they don't have the playoff experience that LeBron and AD have. And when those two are right, and I know that that hasn't always been the case this season, they clearly are a team to be reckoned with. And now, since the trade deadline, they have a team that actually fits around those two guys. They didn't have that before, but now they have guys that fit, guys that can shoot, guys that can defend. They have a real squad around those two guys. What's the one or two biggest things, though, that they've got to get done, George, to to come home with a W or two? Well, I think the key to all of this is getting Jaron Jackson Jr. in foul trouble, which has been a thing for him, right? He has a propensity for getting into foul trouble. He's arguably one of the best defensive players in the league. He's a defensive player of the year candidate year in and year out. But he has a knack, man, to just get himself into foul trouble. If they do that, he's really their only competent big at the moment, Key. And I think that if that happens, the Lakers can roll in this series. Can the Lakers be serious? Can they be taken serious, though? I mean, like, outside what you're saying about Memphis, I'm just talking about on a stretch playoff run. If they get past Memphis, can they be taken serious? Will people look at this and say, well, you got to watch out for LeBron and AD? Yeah, I think if they beat Memphis, I think they're going to be in that conversation. I think the biggest key for them was being on the seven line. Because if you're on this seven line, which they are, you have Memphis, who I think they match up well against. They, they beat them twice during the regular season. I already mentioned that they're missing some big guys, so I think that helps the Lakers in this particular situation. And, you know, we, we know that there's a bit of a budding rivalry there. Desmond Bain and those guys are going at LeBron. Uh, Shannon, obviously the whole Shannon Sharp game. Um, you know, he was wearing a sweater key that I thought you would be wearing that particular day, to be honest with you. I feel like that was in your wardrobe collection at some point. But nonetheless... Uh, I think that if they beat the, the Memphis Grizzlies, now you're talking about potentially facing either the Warriors or the Kings. I know the Kings beat the Lakers twice this year, but I still think that they don't play good enough defense to be able to get further than maybe a first or second round matchup. They were one of the worst defensive teams in the league this year. The Lakers, particularly since the trade deadline, have been the best defensive team, plus obviously the matchup. Uh, they have the duo of LeBron and AD and those parts that fit well around them now. 
And and let's face it, if they play the Warriors, they've kind of played really well against the Warriors. They've matched up well against the Warriors this season. I know Andrew Wiggins uh, hasn't necessarily been a part of this team for a minute, and I don't believe that these two teams have faced each other at full strength since the, the opener this particular season. But I like them against the Warriors, despite the fact, Key, that the Warriors starting five with Wiggins in the lineup, so it's Steph, Draymond, Clay, Wiggins, and Looney, is a plus 22 for 100 possessions. I still think, for whatever reason, the Lakers match up really well against them, and I think the key to that really is Anthony Davis. George Sedano, ESPN NBA play-by-play announcer, 710 ESPN LA, here on KJM ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. George, how about this one? Let's make it really simple about the Lakers. Here's the, the, the kind of way I look at it, all right? If I told you you know nothing about this season, who's on any team, anything like that, I just told you this, the following. We're in the playoffs, and the following team is in the playoffs. And the team I'm about to describe, here's what you can say about them. They're the number one defensive team in the NBA. LeBron and AD are both on the team and healthy, and they're – is competent shooting around them. There's no way you can eliminate that team for consideration to win the whole thing, right? Like, just that description alone. You got a healthy LeBron, a healthy a healthy enough LeBron, a healthy AD, competent shooting, and the number one defense in the league. What are we talking about here? Of course they're live. Oh, no question, Max. If you look historically at the best LeBron teams, you've described the recipe, which is why it was mind-boggling for so long that, they didn't have that around him. And if you really look at it, in his Lakers tenure, outside of the year they won the championship, maybe the, the following year where they, they ran into some injury issues trying to defend their title, Solomon Hill rolled LeBron's ankle uh, in a game, I believe they were 22-6 and six at the time. And then, of course, AD also had his injury issues. That's been the recipe, whether it was Miami, obviously where he won two championships, then Cleveland subsequently there. And now I I think that's just kind of where they're at. The Lakers have understood that that's the recipe. So, yeah, they've got a legit chance. They're a live team to get to the Western Conference Finals, in my opinion. Mm. George, you were on the call last night of the Thunder and Pelicans. Um, What what was the – what do you think about the way that thing played out and the outcome of that game and why the Thunder won? Key, the Thunder – are good, man. (laughs) They have been pesky all season long, and they are not phased by any stretch of the imagination. Now, we can talk about the long-term view for this team, which I think will be a team to reckon with for championship contention as the years go by, but right now, they're not phased by anything. They went on the road, and they beat a Pelicans team that, yes, they don't have Zion, Uh, Yes, they've had their ups and downs, but they're a a team that can be reckoned with as well, right? Like this Pelicans team at one point was the third seed in the Western Conference, and I know they've dealt with injury issues. I know C.J. McCollum is not right right now, but nonetheless, going on the road for a team that has an average age of 23 years old, key, there's college teams that are older than this Thunder team, but they, they go by how Shea Gilgis-Alexander goes, right? They go to his drumbeat, and this young man, not only is he not phased by anything either, but he gets to the free throw line. He knows how to slow the game down. He's one of the best scorers in the NBA, and his three-point shot is starting to come a little bit here, 
uh, as the season has progressed. He's not the greatest three-point shooter. He's in the low 30 percentile. But the fact that he can get to the line as well as anybody and shoot it at 91 percent, I think that changes a lot. And, you know, Josh Giddy, still a young guy as well, kind of a Swiss Army knife for them. They've got a lot of guys on this roster, on this particular roster that can do a lot of different things, and they can score at multiple levels. This team defends at a high level, and their coach, Mark Dagnall, uh, is a guy who is really good at just helping guys get better, right? He's good at the teaching part or component of coaching, and we've seen that all season long. They've stuck to their core principles, and it's gotten them there this far. This isn't a team that all of a sudden is like, oh, we got to do things differently because now we're in the play-in. No, they, they stuck to what they did all season long, and it worked for them against the Pelicans. And to be honest, it can work for them again against Minnesota. I'd like them potentially winning that game and getting that eighth spot in the West. George, meantime, talking to George Sedano, ESPN, Play-by-play announcer, 710 ESPN LA here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. George, meantime, <clears throat> when I look at the West, people like to say, oh, it's so wide open this year because every team has flaws. Usually you can say, you can point to one or two teams in each conference and say they have a chance to win a championship this year, and most other teams simply don't have a chance. You know, no matter what happens, they're not yeah. going to win a championship, yeah. right? But this year in the West, I think legitimately you can point to seven teams that could maybe win a championship and say three in the East. Um, But the one team that could maybe spoil the uncertainty, the randomness, the sense of randomness in the playoffs is the Suns to me. KD hasn't lost a game, has lost two out of his last 27 games he's played across two conferences on two different teams in two different situations. Hasn't lost as a Phoenix Sun yet, right? They're the one potential juggernaut to me in these playoffs. But man, the pressure of him losing to either LeBron or Steph. Could you imagine? Like that, I, I don't know if there's a guy under more pressure than KD, including Jokic in these playoffs. I'm with you, Max. I think he's in that conversation. I think you nailed the two that have the most pressure on them because you can't be a two-time reigning MVP and not have some semblance of playoff success. I know they got to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble, so I'm with you on those two guys. But I think with KD, there's a lot more drama, to your point, right? Because if they beat the Clippers, which I don't think necessarily will be easy even without Paul George. I think it will be an actual series, at least six games in my estimation. Then you have to face potentially your old team that you want championships with, which we all have had these conversations. I know you've had them and he's had them about, Oh, should he have ever left Steph Curry? You know, why did he leave him for Kyrie? All that stuff. And then, yes. Then finally, if they get there, right. The, the, the other big boss, right. To use a video game term uh, would be to have to play LeBron who obviously he faced in those two finals in golden state. And we haven't seen them play against each other since Christmas of 2018. So, so yes, I think that Kevin Durant has a ton of pressure on him, not to mention, Max, that he's got a guy on his roster in Chris Paul, who I think a lot of people have looked at and said, wow, you know, Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards of all time, but doesn't have a championship. So he has to help carry that burden, too, of Chris Paul not having won a championship on his own team, on a team that knocked on the door just recently a couple of years ago and lost to Milwaukee in the finals. George Sedano, ladies oh, wait, and gentlemen. George. Yeah. yeah. George, how come you didn't text me when I was on vacation? Uh, I ran into um, one of My your buddy. friends. Yeah, your buddy. How come you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't say anything? You were that damn busy, huh? 
Well, I was on the road when, when he texted me. He said he saw you. He said you were a great guy. And I said, oh, tell Key I said, what's up? I said he's the best. Um, so I did say that, but I didn't want to bug you. You were on vacation, Key. You know, I want to, I want to keep it low-key for you while you're on vacation. Okay. All right. I was going to ask Well, you. and by the way, by the way, real quick, Max and Key. Yeah. I, I, I like the picture you guys put up for me right now. It's, it's, it's me smiling. There's, there's, you know, it looks like I'm happy in this picture. Kind of, though, we're not building. exactly ear to ear, George. Yeah, we're, we're, we're learning every now and then. We're learning that we have to do certain things and qualify, qualifications for our guests. So we learned a very, very valuable lesson in the, on the production side uh, the other day. So <laughs> Isaiah you know. Thomas was not having it. He wasn't I, having it. I saw it. that. Our producers yeah, selected the most scowling picture they could find of Isaiah Thomas just and, to and, further and, a narrative. And as you know, Max, Max I, I, will, I, I will add this, Max. Although that picture, though, was from like 2013 when I first arrived at ESPN. There are more updated pictures <laughs> if, if we want to get on Shannon just a little bit. Now, now, you, go, now you go complain a little bit. Okay, get I see. with Shannon. <laughs> well, listen, wow. if a Hall of Famer like, like Zeke can complain. I feel like I can at least I, I can just give a little feedback. This yeah, you can't crisis, complain, but feedback. you can. Yeah, you can. You can just a little. Gripe. I'll put it in if the you, feedback if, email. As, as they say, if you were a little bit darker, George, we might have found a meaner mug shot for you. <laughs> if George you, had a, a real tan there, is proportion <laughs> how much you're smart. Hey, uh, I love it when they use younger pictures of me. What's wrong with that? Look at me. Yeah, I get. I guess that's fair. In my forties yeah. now, Max, I'll take the younger pictures. I'm with yeah, you. That's true. Although I All do right, have buddy. a rare disorder safe, by traveling. which I get more handsome as I get older. George, All right, gentlemen, uh-huh. have a great show. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, okay. J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. 30,000 on somebody's grapes. Key, um, in our group chat, yes. Yates sent us a, a tweet that Shaq had sent out. Shaq gave a lineup of based exclusively on 90s MVPs. So he tried to fill out point guard through center using just MVPs from the 90s and did the same thing in the 2000s, first decade of the 2000s. So Wait, 2000, Max, 2010. did you say huh. tried to fill it out? Well, in other words, like not so. So there was no real small forward who won an MVP in the '90s. So I guess you could call Barkley a small forward. He's really a power forward. He scored like a small forward a lot of the time. Well, he's a small. He was, a play, but he didn't defend the small forwards. He played powerful, like a yeah, power, power forward, forward. But he's a small forward based on size. Right, but yes, he was. The description would be he's a shorter forward. 
But yeah. technically, he was a power forward, I guess. It's hard to say because he did have a perimeter game, too, but he didn't defend the three, right? Mm-hmm. So not usually. Well, so, nobody was shooting the three, really. No, no, I'm saying just defend the small oh, forward. Oh, the three. Oh, okay. Right, I right, right. He was a little bulky like, for that position. So Shaq has Magic at point, Jordan at the two, Chuck playing the small forward position, Carl Malone at the four, and, and Hakeem playing five playing the center. In the, ni- in the 2000s, he has Allen Iverson at the point guard, Kobe at the two, LeBron at the three, Duncan power forward, Shaq playing center. He says that his team, meaning the 2000s, wins four games to two. I think I agree that the 2000s team wins because structurally, like if Scottie Pippen had won an MVP and you take Barkley out and put Pippen in, so now you got another great defender, a little more of a perimeter game. Maybe I like the 90s at that point, but just the way the teams are put together, I think the 2000s are a more balanced team. Oh, man, this is a tough one because I start to, I start to look at, okay, so you'll tell me uh, LeBron will be. So on the 2000s, you got three ball-dominant guys, right? Mm-hmm. You got Kobe, you got LeBron. And you got AI. They got to touch the ball. But also, the Diesel got to touch it. And then Tim Duncan's got to touch it. Are those three, one of those three or two of those three, willing to give up the ball? Yeah, LeBron plays point. But that's AI what I knew plays you were the two, and, and Kobe's at the three there, I think. Yeah, but. But when and you, you have certain of, matchup issues, you know, but. Yeah, but okay, so you say. Well, Magic doesn't like to defend, or he wasn't defending, or whatever you want to call it. He wasn't a great defender. But back in that day, did you need to defend like that? Was it all about the defense, other than Detroit Pistons and maybe another team or two? And then, right, and if you put those guys, if you put the 90s guys, the the closer you get to today, the better the shooting would have gotten. So if you took MJ or Magic – and drop them into today's game, they would have grown up shooting the three. They'd be better three-point shooters, right? I get it. It's it, you know th- those. It's it's Darwinian. I mean, Jordan, actually. Jordan got better and pulled the, the trigger as he got older. By the way, so did Magic. Magic got to be a much better shooter as he got older. But players who succeed have the qualities to succeed in that era, right? I mean, they're adapted to their own eras. I'll tell you what, though, in two thousand, I don't know if I would have put that two thousands team together like that. If I'm trying to win a game, even though AI is a, is a great player, I. I could use LeBron at the point but, and but get some not, more shooting in there. But he couldn't play the point because Ooh, he's not? not listed as a point guard. So what? He's a no, point no, guard. but that's not what Shaq's doing. Yes, yes he you is because want... he's playing Barkley at the three. He's just yeah, putting but together the team. But Barkley is in the category of forward. Whether it's whether it's power, I might figure out a way to get small. Nowitzki in the two thousands no, for the you shooting. You can't do that though. Why not? You just because then you can say, well, I would put a guy on here who didn't get the MVP. Like no, no, like, no, no. It's MVPs. Make a team MVPs, of MVPs. No, That's but all. but but if you're trying to figure out if you're if your your gripe is small versus power with Barkley, somebody not I'm not I'm just saying somebody could very easily say, well, put in Scottie Pippen. Okay, in but and, now I'm saying, but now let's just keep it. Let's just keep it. You're making a t- as far as I know, this is just MVP team. From the yes. 90s versus MVP team, however you want to put it together, but it has to be an MVP yes. from 2000s. Yes. I'll tell you this. Can I tell you this? The reason he didn't do the 2010s, it would be a no contest. You know what the 2010 team would be? Say it slow, Max. Please. This is insane. 
Because, man. Steph at the point. Harden at the two. KD at the three. LeBron at the four. Giannis at the five. Good fight, good night. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. No one's beating that team. <laughs> They're too big. They shoot too well. It's a wrap. You're not beating that team. You're not beating that team. But what if you took <clears throat> that team that you just described mm-hmm. and you took five people off this 10 team, of these 10 people right here? If you took five off of the 10 list that Shaq put together mm-hmm. against the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're going to win for sure. Because you got Jordan and LeBron on the same team. Plus, it's too much. But, but LeBron versus LeBron, you got LeBron yeah, yeah. on the 2010 team, so you cancel that one, right? But now I got MJ. I got my pick of Shaq or Duncan or Hakeem at the five. I, it's too much. That might be a better way of looking at it if but, you wanted uh, to do that that era of, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, era of MVP. I'm looking at the 2000s. I want more shooting on that team. I I, I want to find out a way to put Dirk like on that, that team. Yeah, but Dirk Nowitzki was seven feet tall and could shoot the lights out. So why is he not on it? Uh, that's what because you, who do you drop? Do you see maybe you take out Iverson, you put LeBron at the one. But you can't do that because he's the small forward, Max. Who? No, he's the point guard. No, in this in this he, illustration, he brings the ball up. He starts matter. your offense. Doesn't matter. He can this, defend the point guard. If doesn't he wants matter. To. In 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 the Diesel and Shaq and Biggs illustration of this, he has him as a small forward. But I you want to take him. You want to take him and play pelicious, poli- Lord. Position. Li- no, no, I'm not, I'm not position. Basketball. Look, on my all-time team, you know, I love Magic. Greatest point guard of all time. But if I really have to make the all-time team to win, I need MJ and LeBron on the same team. And to get them on the same team, I got to put the ball in LeBron's hands to run the point. So Magic is the guy who I can't take. I, all-time team, I'm taking LeBron at the but, one, but Jordan at the two. I don't care but, what you say, what position he played. LeBron's basically played but point Magic, his whole career. Magic is when you run in the point like Magic and Isaiah was doing. Yeah. they were setting everything up. So does LeBron. Eh, he yeah, brings he the ball up the court. He doesn't set it up. Magic sets it up. It was it was a different Magic was deal. So sick with it. Magic was, was also such a bit. You know how it looked. It took man, LeBron. On, man, you gotta you gotta remember all of this. He set yeah, it up. It also took LeBron a lot of years before he became, and he eventually became one of the greatest finals performers in the history of sports, right? But it took him some reps to do that. Magic, as a rookie, he was 20. He started the season at 19. Won the title in six games. Kareem went down. He jumped at center. And and a point guard as a rookie gave him 42, uh, 42, 15, and 7 or something like that. I mean, come on. So when you think about the point guard, it's like the quarterback. Chris I'm still Paul, using LeBron. traditional. I'm no, using I understand LeBron. what you're saying. You're getting out of the traditional. You yeah, want I am. to go in. Yeah, you want to create your own. I need to get some shooting. So I got it. So so that way that lets me get that lets me get KD and Bird in there. I could do I could do LeBron at the point, MJ at the two, KD at the three, Bird at the four. Now I got everything I need. And I could take at the five, I could take Shaq or Hakeem or Duncan or whoever. You're never gonna win. Right? Like it's mm-hmm. over. Our next guest played against all of these guys. We're going to find out which team is better, 90s MVPs or 2000s MVPs. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Rock the bells. Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio, joined now by Cedric Sabalas. Cedric, morning. Max Key, how you guys doing? What's happening, buddy? So All good, all good, all good. Said Shaq tweeted. The 90s MVPs have put a team together using 90s MVPs, right? And then put a team together using 2000 MVPs. So the 90s team is Magic, Mike, Chuck, Carl Malone, Hakeem. The 2000s is AI, Kobe, LeBron, Duncan, Shaq. And Shaq tweeted 4-2 to in favor of my team. Yup, I said it. Who you got? I, I don't know if it's 4-2, but I think I agree with Shaq. It's more of a kind of balanced team, the 2000s. There wasn't really a small forward in the 90s who won the MVP. So they maybe they don't have enough shooting. Maybe the defense a little soft in a couple spots. What do you think? Who wins that matchup? I know it's going to sound crazy, but I would switch uh, Magic on uh, AI and put him on Kobe. Mm-hmm. And the reason I would do that is because AI uh, is less of a player when he doesn't have the basketball, I think Kobe can play both. Either play the point position or he can play uh, the two spot or like you talked about moving LeBron into that spot uh, at the point position. But uh, I think that would be the difference because, you know, Kobe's going to torch whoever he torches and you don't want him torching or getting foul trouble uh, with MJ. You want him in the whole time, but it would be a different, a very difficult game. Uh, I, I say game seven, I say go down to game seven, 2000 winning that. Mm. Okay. But still, Still 2,000. I think I agree with that, too. Are you still unsure about that? Key, I mean, I want LeBron on the point because I agree with you switching AI, move him off the ball, but I want LeBron setting up Kobe, not vice versa. I want the, the, the guy whose real gift more than anything is passing, giving it to the real gift guy who, you know, who scores the ball, puts the rock in the hole. That's Kobe. What about you, Key? Yeah, but you, 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 are, you guys are, are game planning, right? Right. So LeBron's bringing the ball up the court, and he's running the offense and doing that sort of stuff. What he does. But in terms of defensive matchups, Cedric is right. You could, you could switch that up and, and put MJ. You could put MJ on on. Um, you could put MJ. AI. Actually, you could. I mean, you probably could put MJ on on uh, on LeBron. You probably could. 
Who else are you going to put on LeBron? There's no one else to guard him, really. Magic? <laughs> I mean, the, but then the you problem. put Charles Barkley in a bad position. Yeah, Who's he yeah, got? Kobe or AI? Yeah, that exactly. 90s now team needs Pippen on it instead of Barkley, and now you're talking, right? Like, it's not, there are too many soft spots defensively on that 90s team. You only have two great defenders, MJ and Hakeem. And those, those are the two best defenders on either team, but you got three spots that don't defend the same. Like, like the 2000s got more defense, right, Seth? But also, but also that other team, they yeah. got a dude that ain't never lost. So, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Jay's not trying to lose. And, 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 and you got and you got Magic, who's who taken a, a great team uh, to the finals and been MVP, and he's also taken a not so great team to the finals. Didn't lose. He lost to MJ in uh, in the ninety early nineties, but that was a team. That you like, this team is in the finals. When we go back in history and you look at that Laker team, you're like, this team went to the finals against MJ? And Worthy was compromised in that series. He got, I think he, he yeah. missed the game, but he was hurt. He was banged up. Yeah. 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 All right. Can the Lakers make, meantime, Cedric Sabalos, can they make a deep playoff run the way they've been playing? Number one defense since the trades. LeBron, AD both on the floor. They have just enough shooting. What do you think? Well, the greatest thing is the chemistry uh, that uh, Jenny Buss and, and, and Ham has put together on the second half of this season. Uh, I think they wrote on the board 16 and 7, something like that. And you got to consider uh, the games that AD and the King James sat out in those seven games that they lost. So it probably could have been an even better record than that. Uh, me and Grant Hill, when he was uh, uh, playing for the Suns and I was on staff with the Suns, we used to talk about the back-to-backs used to just be brutal to an old body like us. So you don't have the back-to-backs. You have time to travel and rest for King James. So you don't have to worry about him sitting out. It's very, very dangerous. And then you you, you put a, a guy who I think is is easily a top-five center in the league, Anthony Davis. And what does he play against Memphis? Does he play big or does he play small? You know, most likely they'll have uh, Jack Jr. on him, which is going to probably force him to try to go in the paint, which I think Memphis wants. But if he stretches that out to the three-point line and becomes a deadly shooter, a catch-and-shoot shooter, not somebody who's uh, looking for threes, but if it gets swung around uh, with a LeBron James double or something like that, then he knocks it down. Uh, that's what makes him very dangerous and being aggressive. He wasn't sometimes aggressive uh, in this last win that they had, uh, uh, the, the overtime win. He gave the ball up a couple of times to some players that really didn't need the crunch time. And he's been known to do that throughout his career. So if AD is aggressive and you get a healthy LeBron James, they could be very dangerous in anybody in seven games. You know, you play for both teams, Cedric, the Lakers and the Suns, and you've been a part of the Suns organization, so don't be biased in this situation. But can the Suns win it all? Do they have the, the makeup right now to win it all? Well, their character is there. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant is just unbelievable. I call him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with a crossover and a jump shot. And uh, the reason why, uh, you just can't guard him. He, he extends the ball too high. He's very crafty. Uh, his ball handling is impeccable. Uh, um, then you put Devin Booker on the floor, somebody who's hungry and eager and uh, and doesn't mind being that Robin to this Batman. Uh, CP. You know, he's he's getting up in age, but I think the most important thing is how he's controlling these egos when you have. But I think the most important thing, Keyshawn, for this team to win the championship is going to be the big fella. I always put him in the top five. Uh, Aiden needs to play effectively, not not to a point where uh, he, he's depressed and begging for the basketball. But I think Coach Monty needs to go ahead and dump it into him the first half and the second half of each uh, uh, basketball games just to make sure everybody knows and he knows that he could touch the basketball and be dominant in that paint. He doesn't have to have a bunch of plays because you got two dominant scores, and that's not going to happen. But if he dips in right, gets himself 20 points, 10 boards in each of these series, 
Uh, they got a great chance, Keyshawn, to win the championship. Mm. Cedric, let me let me tell you a story, okay? This, you know, me- media narratives, right? This is how we understand the world through storytelling. We're human beings. So, so Kevin Durant reached to me the highest level of his career right before his Achilles went, right? Because he was playing defense. Passing lanes are always open to him because he's seven feet tall, got long arms. He's willing to do it. He was like, oh, my God. Then the Achilles snaps. He comes back with Brooklyn, but his defense never gets all the way back there. He's still twice as good as anyone else. I mean, he almost beat the Bucks by himself, right? And they won the chip. But now the defense came back. Like now he's all, to me, he's all the way back, and he's on a squad. Not the Warriors 73-win squad, a great squad, but it's more of a level playing field. So for the first time, it's like, okay, KD, can you do it when it's not like an unfair advantage, when Steph and Clay and everyone's not there, right? Can you do it on just kind of a normal powerhouse team? What is on the line for him against the Warriors? If Steph get like, can, can KD afford to let Steph get farther than him this year in the playoffs set? I don't think they compare themselves to each other that way. I just think this is going to be a great chance for KD to solidify himself as one of the top players of all time if he does win a championship in Phoenix. Uh, the defensive part, you talked about it. Think about it. KD hasn't had a uh, an anchor to his defense since Steven Adams and Collinson back in uh, OKC days. He didn't didn't really have it in Brooklyn as much as so, but now he has Aiden back there. And don't get me wrong, Aiden is not a shot blocker, but he is a big willing body that's going to be there for him for at least 38 to 40 minutes a game. So I think that's a re- another reason why that defensive came back. And yeah, you know, he's about a, a inch short of winning the championship without, you know, knocking that three down with against the Bucks. So I, I think his revenge is there. I think that the, uh, his egotistical manner of, and even though he doesn't say that, his egotistical manner on bringing a championship to his his forefront with his team is stuck in his mind. Uh, but sticking it to the Warriors, getting 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 the chance to do that in a place that he hasn't even played in, but he won two championships, I think it will be real key. No, no pun intended, Keyshawn, uh, for him winning the championship. Dijon J. Will and Max, Cedric Sabalos, former Laker, former son, says the 2000 MVP team maybe edges out the 90s MVP team in a game seven. I think that sounds about right. What do you think? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Come guys. Take it easy. All right. Boy, if I, he has better pipes than Nick Friedel. He got he got pipes though, right? What pipes? Yeah, he got pipes for sure. That's the thing, you know. <laughs> no, no, it's smoother than that. No, Pokey. it is, but it, no, it is. It's I more polished. Squeaky, I have a squeaky voice, so I, you know, my I don't have pipes. Keyshawn J. Willemax. The entire Twitter world was Uh-oh. hung up on this dot 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 dot. I'm reading it as as Shannon's <laughs> typing the T's. About to say, what are you doing, man? KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, I understand, Key. I have it on good authority that we have an updated headshot of Isaiah Thomas. We had Zeke on Tuesday's show. He had a problem with his headshot. He had a sort of dour expression on his face and did not like it and hung up. (laughs) And really took you to task, too. He, he He was protesting his headshot, and part of the protest was for Zeke to hang up and give allow us the opportunity to make right. Want to hear it? Absolutely. Here it was from the show Tuesday. And and by the way, I'm I'm looking at my picture. I, come on, Keyshawn. I didn't. I don't. Y'all, y'all doing that? I, Wait, hey, y'all doing Zeke, that to I, me? I, I, I Zeke. I don't. Have Why don't you minute. smile a little, I, Isaiah? I saw, smile a little I bit. Saw, What's the, saw, what are you so I sour about Max, that? I saw Max Kellerman's picture up there. I saw your Let's picture see. up Let's there. See. Y'all smiling. smiling. Y'all just had my man up there, you know, who was doing the football. He was smiling. That's right. This the picture y'all put up there, me? That's what the y'all picture. doing at ESPN to me? Well, you got to talk. Come on, That's man. That's a bitter that Isaiah right. Thomas, you know that I see. Right. Why don't you smile a little bit, Isaiah? What's wrong? Come on, man. What's wrong with y'all? Why y'all do this to me? <laughs> this, is, this is messed up. Hey, as a matter of fact, y'all should just take that down. Right. I, can't, I, can't, I mean, who is to blame? Hey, who is I, responsible for this about, picture of one of the greatest this? players who this? ever lived? No, no. Pictures, pictures say a lot, right? And and the way y'all got me cast in this picture, you know that ain't me. Come on, man. Well, I understand. So we have an updated shot. Yes, the update music. There it is. You know, I gotta say, Key. He's still he's smiling like he's up to something in that picture. No, see, Max, don't do that. He's can, smiling like he's like not we changed his picture. Smiling like he's up. To can something. you just? I'm he's just smiling saying. Smiling like. Can you just find a nice big smile he's from Isaiah? He's happy right there, Max. Like, yeah. See, what's up? But Y'all his head is now. off. To listen, he yes, was sensitive about you, being portrayed a certain way, and no, here we no, have no, no. almost a, a smirky kind of. Yes, he's showing teeth, but his head is tilted a little yes, bit. Yes, that's we, like that's what's up. That's what I he's get saying. it, but we can't just find a regular big smile on Isaiah. That's a big smile on Isaiah. Right. Okay, I predict he might have a problem with that one. No, not at all. He's like, yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm smiling. This is what's up. You talking about he looks like he looks like he's got his arm around someone in a picture, no, maybe. Stop. And they just it. crop the other person out. See how it he's even leaning? It, even if it does feel that way to you, Max. You're watching this on ESPNU. If if it does feel that way, he's smiling. I'm just that putting other, myself in Isaiah's other, shoes. That other picture. I'm trying to stand that, up for him, since none of you will. 
that other picture had him looking like he was angry. Well, that's true. And disgruntled and mad at the world for something. So and he's he often portrayed that way, right? You know, so and he identified that, and I don't have a problem with him identifying. Okay. I have a problem with him blaming me because my name is at the top, like as if I'm back there in the archives pulling pictures. Crying I'm like, shame Come on. the way you did, Isaiah. <laughs> but shame. but I can understand world, seriously, Key, why he is sensitive to that. Well, yeah. If you're portrayed a certain way, oh, you're a, you're somehow you have a an axe to grind, and you're the bitter guy from that era. By the way. Just left off the dream team. I think how ridiculous. Yeah, but people that is. people try to in this world we live in, man. They try to figure out anything to pick uh, uh, somebody apart with, and you know certainly Isaiah left off dream team, whatever you want to call it, in in not being the greatest coach and having some other issues and all those sort of things. People try to just point to the negative all the time. So if I'm him, I'd be mad too. Like I said to you the other day, as a player and playing in the league and being on the back pages of magazines and stuff like that they in, in newspapers people try to find the, the the mean mug picture and use it with their big captions so of course i understand exactly what he was saying but we fixed it it's corrected and the twitter world was going crazy uh tuesday wednesday this morning i mean they really been going ham at espn and our show for using that other picture you know so we corrected it and now twitter can leave us alone or Instagram or whatever them social media things are. The the snub from the Dream Team is really something in retrospect. Right? I mean, even at the time, but how are you going to – Isaiah checked all the boxes. He was a two-time champion back-to-back, yeah, hey, back, and he was also the best that's their, player that's on their the own team. Per, that's their own personal beef. I don't With know MJ, enough yeah. about it to be – I don't know enough about it to be dangerous. Uh, you know, that's their own think. personal issues. You got one guy with superpower – and you have another guy that's, you know, a, think of a, a, guy, a two-time champion. champion. Could Kobe you know? have kept a two-time champion off a dream team? You know what I mean? Like, that's a if, – If the league was, I believe, if it's true that he was left off allegedly because Michael said, I hadn't – if I, you know, if, 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 if I'm playing, he ain't playing. If that's true, and if Kobe, Kobe Bryant was – the league was 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 being basically uh, centered around Kobe Bryant, like it was Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was 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 God to the logo of the NBA. Of course, Kobe Bryant could have done that. LeBron James could have done it several years ago, I'm sure. But I'm trying to think of the player to whom, in other words, if Isaiah feels slighted as he should, who would be the equivalent of Isaiah? You can't say Chris Paul because. Even though he's shorter and he has a great all-around game like Isaiah, Isaiah played his best basketball even when he was but, hurt but when also, they needed it most. Like, show me a two-time the, champion like that but who could have gotten dropped off a dream team. But also, Max, one of the reasons he was allegedly dropped off the dream team is how they did uh, Michael in those days in, in Detroit. When they played against him, they beat him up. They was aggressive. Yeah. They were physical with him. And MJ didn't like it. So he said, you know what, man, okay, I got an opportunity. I'm going to teach you. And that was, you know, that was part of his get back, so to speak. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the producers of this show are siding with everybody against Isaiah. Just show a nice smiling picture, guys. Come man, on. stop, I man. I mean, I'll just say we just did two segments on players from the 80s and 90s. Didn't Granted, even it mention was, And it was MVPs, but we never mentioned Yeah, but Isaiah. he didn't win an MVP. I know, but still, like, just talk about players of that, that era, both 
eighties and nineties, and we didn't mention Isaiah. Max is That's on you. You know what? I blame Max for that. Go, actually, Max, you're such a germ spreader, man. Get get ready to go to do this just in for two to three. Hands go spread some germs on that, man. ESPN. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we will see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.